Activate your energy. Welcome to the Activated Authors Podcast, a show where we distill the core principles of what it takes to become a happy, healthy, and productive author, no matter what stage of the journey you're at. I'm your host, Daniel Wilcox. I'm an international best-selling author, as well as an author coach, speaker, and creative entrepreneur. But most importantly, I'm a lifelong student of all things productivity, psychology, and human behavior. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Without further ado, let's dive in. What is up, Activators? And welcome back to another episode of the Activated Authors Podcast with myself, Daniel Wilcox. And here with me, and I'll let her introduce herself because she got mad at me last week when I said her name. My name is Samantha Frost. Thank Hello. you. Hello. And here with me this week, I have a little one. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and who is this little one? I'm Robin. Hello. Yay, we got a, ret- a couple of weeks back. And hopefully you can hear me now. So there we go. We could hear you before. I'm not going to again because the body. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, we've got a returning visitor. Hey, Rob, how's it going? I'm all right. How are you? Doing wonderful. Question. Oh, <laughs> pre- present to the group. Sam, how are you? I'm good. Me and Rob are so, so close together because I've got a fisheye mic. And if we sit like a little bit further away, our faces start to look really very strange. So we're sat very close together. <laughs> I do feel very outweighed on the scales against yeah. the screens. Yeah. Well, you should because you are. But that's okay. I'm yep I'm good I I think I covered it last week not much has changed mm-hmm. um, I had two mystery naps yesterday and yesterday is now mystery but apart from that I'm the same yeah yeah what's been going on with you Rob since we last chatted on this podcast um, not okay with this UK heatwave first of all but <laughs> I've counted that by Joining a gym because I need to get rid of Cedric, my little friend. <laughs> my little roles for people listening. It would be my stomach. Why uh, Cedric? Cedric. That was my nickname at school. Oh. <laughs> I don't know but, about this. But why Cedric? Where's Cedric come from? It was that or Derek. Those are your two options. Of really. course it was. <laughs> <laughs> what other options are there? Frankfurt, Jimmy. Um, but yeah, no, apart from that, um, just cracking on. Words is going good. Um, halfway through the draft of book two in a new series. And yeah, ticking along. Damn, ticking along. making it you? happen. I am in a flux of, I'll be fully transparent, I'm in a full episode of um, Disassociation. So uh, I've mentioned this on previous podcasts and stuff, but I definitely have uh, a tendency. One of my stress responses is disassociation, which for anyone who hasn't experienced disassociation is essentially it's like you're floating through life and you can't really like register or capture much. And so not in a good way. No, not like a good high of some drug. I don't know drugs well enough to know what the floaty ones are like. Maybe mushrooms. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Maybe some kind of mushroom. (laughs) <laughs> um maybe well so there's a lot uh as there always fucking is on this podcast there's a lot going on behind the scenes which is always fun um and so i'm just kind of trying to mosey along and keep on top of stuff and i am my 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 body seems to react and my mind seems to react by just doing things not necessarily the right things i should be doing but doing productive things which is quite nice and you two are smirking because you both know why um <laughs> but that's kind of that's where it is at the minute i've I've still got the cough that I've had for ages and I just had a chest x-ray this morning to see if it's an infection of any kind. I get my results back 
NHS insert date here. Um, yeah. And so apart from that, um, I am enjoying books. <laughs> I am writing things and I've hammered, thanks to Rob, Pokemon Legends Arceus this week. So I've been playing a lot of that because I completed it a while back and then I got a new switch and it doesn't keep your save data and transfer it over. So I went from the beginning and it's been glorious. So that's my little, little roundup. <laughs> what is something we've enjoyed this week, Sam? Oh no. Um, well, I very much enjoyed that Rob's come to see me. Yeah. That's nice. Um, I've also very much enjoyed, um, I won't go into detail too much cause it's not my thing to say as it were but um it's back to school time um which is always stressful um but i very much enjoyed just how my medium man is handling himself um because it's not easy for him and he's doing he's doing really well um we're trying to find him a new school and stuff it's a very there's a lot going on with it um but kind of until we get there he still has to be in a place that isn't necessarily the best for him mm -hmm. um and he's handling himself with more grace than i think a lot of adults would currently yeah <laughs> definitely more than i would especially in this fat old hypocrite <laughs> that's a really hard part about being a parent isn't it like talking yeah. to a kid and being like I don't do this stuff, but you're gonna. <laughs> yeah. The amount of times that I have to stop myself from telling him how to get away with not doing the things he's supposed to do. Mm. I'm like, he's not quite old enough yet to know when to apply this without getting caught. Like, yeah. in a couple of years, I'm going to be like, sit down and let me tell you my secrets. <laughs> but right now, I think he would, he, he, he'd get caught. So I, he's not ready yet. Yeah. But yeah, I'm enjoying that. I'm trying to think if there's anything else a book i'm really enjoying oh my god look it's just hits right here so i'm currently um reading a lot of fantasy for well one i love fantasy and two research purposes and i just started last oh, night this god killer uh, it's god killer by hannah kana i think is how you pronounce her name yeah it's gorgeous isn't it mm. um and i literally because this week, I'd said to myself, I'm going to try and start getting back into things. I, I'd messaged you and I said, you know, I want to get back to myself. I'm I'm done. I'm over, like, all of this shit. Like, nothing has changed with my physical or mental health. I just, I'm attempting to try some stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and it hasn't gone very well, I'll be honest. Um, I've been really trying, but I've not got a lot of stuff done. And after, essentially either passing out or falling asleep i don't know i have no memory of those things for most of yesterday um i was in bed and it was almost one o'clock and i was like i need to get some sleep and i was like do you know what i'm just gonna read a couple of pages of the book that i have said i'm going to read because mm -hmm. i've got a big old pile of books over there that's like the first pile of books i want to get through um and I said to myself I was going to start with this one because it looks pretty and it's not too thick. So it's like a good book to kind of get me back into the habit. Yeah. And I meant to read like one page, but I fully got through the prequel because it's 
really good. I'm really enjoying it. And then afterwards, I had a sense of like, oh, okay, I've done one thing. <laughs> Got Carol Waterman here <laughs> helping me out. So there we go. That's that. Perfect. What about you, Rob? What's something you've enjoyed this um, week? I've monologued. I have enjoyed two things. One of them is a treadmill at the gym. What? I know. I'm sorry. We need to pin that off. Yeah, we'll, but, yeah we'll put a pin in that. But it's just nice walking for a change and not feeling obliged to do it. I am obliged because it's the gym. Um, but it's nice, a air conditioning. Yes. And it's an easy exercise I can do where I don't, and this is a very much me complex, don't feel inferior going to the gym. Mm-hmm. I've been to a couple before and I hate with an undying passion hearing people do things like the weights because it really puts me off. <laughs> yes, the full, the full King Kong grunt. This is the first gym I've been to in a while where I don't feel like I should be in a corner with a light that's flickering. <laughs> <laughs> Just keeping myself to myself, which yeah. is quite nice. Just keep your eyes down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. down. So that's the first thing. And the second thing is um, I finally got around to watching The Last of Us. <gasps> and I very enjoyed that. Yeah. And there was one episode, I Sam earlier, there's one episode I bawled my eyes out and I'm not a crier. Be- and I'm not going to do spoilers. You're going to watch Thank it. Thank you. Beard. House. Um, yes. Yeah. That episode for 40 minutes. Yeah. Balled my eyes out. Yeah. And it was very much a conversation at home going, are you okay? <laughs> Does this look okay? Does my face <laughs> right now look okay? Yeah, yeah I know exactly what you eyes. mean. Have you played the game? Yeah. No, never. Oh, man. No, it... I feel like it would be too scary for me. The TV was the level yeah. I was at with things that jump out at me but no. yeah there are many more zombies in the game but the actual yeah the show was fantastic and it, what yeah, was what's great about brilliant. what's great about that show is it plays really good lips lip service to the the gaming fans because some of the scenes you can put side by side and they are identical to the um mm. thingies in the oh my god cut scenes in the in the game yeah yeah that's really yeah. Cool. yeah and also just well done on the gym stuff because that like i fully yeah. understand the pressure especially when you go to the gym and you just because you just feel like everyone is doing all the big things and you're like this isn't i'm just gonna go for a walk yeah yeah and also does does anyone else get this like thing in your head where it's like i want to go to the gym when i'm fit oh you sound like my old housemate no like i I know what you mean i I go i still go but i have this thing in my head of like i just need to lose some weight first and then i'll go to the gym because you like you walk in and you see like the the grunty muscle men in the tortured closets and then and then there's always the like the 14 year old gymnasts in their leggings and their bloody crop tops like basically touching their ears with their feet yeah and then you just feel like you're walking in with the sandra <laughs> behind you bloody like you stop and your stomach's still moving like two minutes afterwards and you just <laughs> and like <laughs> and you just yeah so i get uh, yeah, yeah well done thank you yeah. <laughs> my uh that was a a two-year argument i had with my old housemate who kept saying he really wants to do parkour when i used to teach it I was like, well, just come along and try it in one of the sessions. No, I should go to the gym first and lose a bit of weight. I'm like, dude, try parkour. That's quite good at losing weight. <laughs> if, like, you do a lot of what you do in the gym. <laughs> yep. Moron. Um, <laughs> what have you enjoyed this week? <laughs> <laughs> Ranting. Uh, 
a couple of things that have all totally set my mind. So one of them at the minute, um, I'm reading Nick Cutter and Andrew F. Sullivan's The Handyman Method, which uh, for people that don't know me, Nick Cutter is hands down one of my favourite authors of all time. He wrote The Troop, which is just an incredible um, horror novel. I got a chance to actually meet him in Pittsburgh and he signed these books. So I've got like a really cool version of my favourite ever book signed by the author, which makes me very happy. Um, that's a very good book so far. I'm only a few chapters in, but it's the first book in a while that kind of like what you were saying, Sam, you just end up like, must keep going, must keep yeah. going. Um, and then mine's actually exercise related as well. So I, I have started going back to personal training uh, once a week where I, and once a week's enough at this point like <laughs> it's like 50 55 minutes of just every part of my body getting put through a blender and i am suffering hard today because like we did a lot of um split squat jumps and alternates and really really got my glutes so every every step hurts back of my legs hurt my arms hurt my chest hurts which is apparently a good thing um because that was one thing i will say this is a bizarre thing slight tangent also not one thing I did find, I went through a phase a couple of years ago. I, I hit the gym hard and I was like regularly and I was eating and I was following a personal trainer. And I went for about four or five months and got into arguably the strongest, not the best shape I've been in, but the strongest that I've ever been. And um, the thing that made me laugh was every day I was like, oh, today's the day that I won't hurt. But that's not how, when, when you're going to the gym regularly, you just get used to hurting every day, which is a weird thing to kind of just get used to because then if you're not doing it and you're not hurting you're then regressing and yeah mm. yeah god bless it it's like because same i used to go to the gym regularly and i also ate well and all of the stuff and i was in really good shape and it is that thing of like you the exercises have to get harder because you're getting stronger mm -hmm. so you it never feels easier no now I'm going to be so much stronger and then this, and then you forget about all the lower weights and you're like, oh, this is, yeah. Yeah. Man, wait for the uh, next week's episode all about exercise, folks. <laughs> Won't be. Uh, our win from the community this week, uh, I picked out two wins because they were both oh. pretty freaking awesome. Uh, the first one is from Unnamed, who was accepted to be a judge on Reedsy. So one of our people, <laughs> how cool is that? Accepted to be a judge on Reedsy. Um, Congratulations. Uh, well done, unnamed yes. person. Unnamed, mm, redacted. Uh, and the second one is from our very own Faye Trask, who says, uh, I don't normally post my wins, but she finished Arcane Legacy this week. So that is book two in her Arcane Ooh, series. Yes, uh-huh. For people who haven't yet checked out the first book, Blood Legacy, it is available on Amazon by Faye Trask. Go check it out. Trask? Trask? I went very British then, and it really concerned me. Faye Trask. 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 Check out the book on the Amazon of Faye Trask Blood Legacy. For a thing, good Jesus. Amazing. You're most welcome. So that brings us on to the question, does it not? It does bring us on to the question, does but it? Yes. Yeah, so what's the question, Dan? The question, the question this, this week, week is what if it's not going your way? Rob? <laughs> or so before we put the pressure i'll say i'll say the, i'll give a bit of context for this so because this can go in many different directions so this episode uh the the point of bringing up this question choices partly so 
what I want to get across is that this isn't necessarily a pessimistic thing. This is very much a, a realistic thing. And uh, everything that I say in this is meant to be taken with uh, something of an optimistic twist. Because I think when we sometimes look at things not going your way and sometimes the idea of giving up, we see it as a very negative thing. But it doesn't always have to be, mm -hmm. just to kind of share context. But um, the broader context is, as you kind of alluded to, you know, sometimes um, things pop up. You have everything planned. Everything's on a roll. You're riding this high. Things are going. You've got your productivity on hand. Everything's awesome with your life. And then uh, kind of linking a bit to last week's question of obstacles and things, you know, which I think was last week's. Anyhow, um, <laughs> sometimes things go wrong. Um, and sometimes the things that we grind away at for years and years don't pay off as quickly as they want them to or indeed at all. And that's a very realistic view because, you know, we between us will have known hundreds and hundreds of people who have tried to write something failed in quotes and felt like, you know, they haven't got anything more to give. And so they pulled away, they've given up. Um, and it is a very long-term endeavor trying to do creative work, trying to do stuff like this. There's a reason that it's such a, a labor of love. Um, and there's a reason why, you know, people screw away for ages in the background and so many people around you don't understand the context of what it means to be a creative. And, it's really fucking hard sometimes to year after year, month after month, however long you've been doing it, put yourself, commit yourself to something to be like, oh, it's not quite paid off yet. It's not quite paid off yet. Yeah. Now I'm speaking from the experience of someone who has my businesses, you know, people who followed my journey or even on this podcast has seen I zig and zag in a lot of different directions because sometimes things look like they're starting to work and then they don't. Sometimes things do work, but it's not the direction that you thought was going to be good. And so trying to balance your passion with the thing that you're doing is hard. So I'm going to bring that round and say, what if it's not going your way? Rob, <laughs> you're our guests. Uh, guests first. I am going to say, first thing to do is just be okay with it. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes it's just not going to work. Yeah, It's just not going to work. Um, from a writing point of view, I hate saying this. We're not saving lives with words if it go if it goes wrong it goes wrong and that's fine you haven't nicked an artery no exactly yeah. you haven't like nothing is going to happen the world is not going to stop turning i better put down my book on how to do heart surgery <laughs> yeah i would <laughs> yeah and i'm going to redact being the first test subject from that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay and there will be a way to fix it or there will be people around you that can help you give a different point of view on how to fix it mm. And sometimes just sitting there for 10 minutes, going, swearing, having a glass of wine, eating chocolate, it's fine. Just go with it, but understand that it will eventually get better and there is going to be something that you can do or a change you can make that will wipe off that little turd and make it make it great again. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to chime in later once I've got more time to think about it. That's so cool. there we go, over to someone else. Um... So I would say the first thing is like, take stock. Like there's a train going by, you probably can't hear it, but it's quite, um, it's, it's, it's messing whoop with whoop. Give that a second. I would say like, take stock of where you are. So obviously things not going your way is quite a broad statement. Um, and I was actually having a conversation with Rob earlier today about saying there's very few areas in my life at the minute that I'm happy with. Um, most of them are 
either like crumbling or just fully like chilling and, and kicking back with the Titanic at the moment. Um, Full Jack Sparrow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is exactly what it is. So I would say like take stock, just just down tools for a second, take a step back, like and have a look, have a think, grab a pen and paper and just like brain dump all of the shit that is bothering you and all of the stuff that is not going right and the stuff that is going right and just kind of just look at it and like Rob said like get to a point where you're like look it doesn't matter whether I have a tantrum about this or what this is what it is so this is where we are at mm-hmm. um, and then from there you can start to understand and plan and sometimes it is a case of just being like I'm not going to do this anymore and whether that is like a book that you're writing whether that is a job that you hate that is making you miserable whether that is a child that you need to put up for adoption like there's all sorts of different options that you (laughs) I was joking about the adoption just I just wanted to put that out there no one cracked a face I was joking about the adoption well, we can still put that up as a soundbite. <laughs> like, just to know where you are, there's a power in that. Mm-hmm. And just to understand, like, where you are and where you want to be. And, yeah, sometimes, like, saying no or just quitting, whatever it is, is the best thing you can do. There is no failure in saying, this isn't for me or this doesn't serve me. And whether that is, like like an entire project or career Mm -hmm. again like if you're coming from a place of sitting down and looking at something with sober eyes and just being like i need to do what's best for me and i don't love this enough for the fucking ball like it is every day i need to find something else because like it's draining me and i'm getting nothing from it that is okay and there is no failure in that Mm -hmm. like finding who you are and what where you want to be going is the most important thing because life is short and we only got one as far as I'm aware um but it can also just be a case of I need a break yes or like I need to just put this down for a while and once you've kind of like done that and and seen as much of that stuff you can that you can by yourself and you've you've formulated your own opinions about your own life then turn to people like turn to people that you trust friends family community and just share how you're feeling because there is no one on this planet that has not had those times mm-hmm. some more than others sure but like we've all been through the times where you just feel like you're drowning um, so I think turning to people that you trust and just speaking to them about it and maybe getting their opinion, but it is important to formulate your own opinion first, yeah. especially when you're in this kind of like it spiral essentially, because it's easy to take on other people's opinions as your own when you don't know your own opinion on something. Yes. Um, yeah. So I'd say find out how you feel, find out where you want to go like get other people's opinions and then when you're when you're ready make a little plan 
mm-hmm. whether that is like changing direction, whether that is just saying no to a whole bunch of stuff, or whether that's just looking at where you are and finding like some realistic small steps to get to the next space in that. So say, for example, you're in the middle of a book and it's not going the way you want it to go and it feels shit and all the rest of it. Like, is it because it isn't genuinely, it isn't working or is it because like there's other things in your life that are killing you and you need to look at those and then just step by step, keep going with the book because you can edit. We've said this before, like you can't edit a blank page. No. And that's like, obviously that works for a book, but it's kind of a good metaphor for a lot of things as well. Like you need to have opinions, you need to know where you're going and then you can, you can work from that. But yeah, I would say, like I said, what I've said, and then if it's still too much and if you're still feeling like you don't know what you're doing or, or where to go and it, it does feel overwhelming, mm-hmm. if you are fortunate enough to have an area that has a decent um, NHS mental health service, um, go speak to your doctor see if they can help and just take it a step at a time is what I would say. Yeah. That's a lot. I said a lot. I think one of the things you said there though was you need to be ready. Yeah. Like you can't just, Oh yes. you can't just start something again because you've got three different people's opinions. You had a conversation. You're like, yep, that's me done now. Yeah. I can push Mm -hmm. forward it. You need to actually be ready in yourself to accept. Yeah. You drop it, you change it or you park it. Mm Mm-hmm. Like those, you can't just jump back into it because you've had 10 minutes of no. tantrum time. It helps. Yeah. Straight, yeah. Straight, yeah. And it will just get, it will just get worse. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, it will keep getting deeper and then it's just hard to get out in the, in the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels like, well, so it feels like, particularly speaking from someone that's been in the indie publishing sphere, but particularly for the last, come up to 10 years now. Um, you can get to a point where it feels like the most important thing to be in the sphere, to be talking to people, to be doing the, doing the writing. And writing is a beautiful, healing, wonderful thing that can do so much to help people. Um, you know, I speak a lot about how cathartic it can be to write my fiction and how like humbling it is to write the nonfiction and to know that you're helping people, that kind of stuff. Um, but kind of what Rob said there, you know, it's, what we sometimes have to accept is that like, writing isn't the be all and end all. So if you are mm-hmm. in, in a game for a long, 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 long time, and it's not paying you back the dividends that you want to, jumping onto what Sam said, you have to assess, you have to stop, take a minute and essentially go back to the reason why you started and really try and consider what it is that this effort is bringing you and what you want it to bring you. Um, I'll go back again to the happiness equation, which is reality is expectation. Uh, happiness equals reality over expectation. So a lot of the friction, a lot of the unhappiness that we often feel is because we expect one thing to be happening while we're living in a part where that isn't happening. And the bigger that chasm is, then the more unhappy we are. And if we can get to a point in which we say, okay, here's where I'm at, here's a situation and accept it. And it's not saying that's easy. Um, you know, there's a, a concept called the sunk cost fallacy, which is, where you've put so much work into doing something and learning something that you're scared to drop it and quit it because you feel like all of that is wasted time. And so within a lot of trying to overcome 
these hurdles as big mindset shifts because like you say it's it's only failure if you don't take any lessons from the things that you've learned and one thing that i always really try and remind myself is that and by the way i'll caveat this and say i'm not thinking about quitting writing that isn't where, <laughs> where this is coming from but like i in the past have done jobs that i never thought that i'd do i've been people that i never knew that i'd be so for a good few years i taught parkour and i thought that was going to be my career plan for the next 20 30 years and then it stopped and i reinvented myself and did another thing and worked in corporate doing communications and marketing for a number of years and then got to a point where i was like i want to write and so you can jump and you can do all these different things and as scary as change can be change can be a very very good thing and so as i say a lot of the projects that i've kind of mm. tried along the way many of them that haven't worked some of them that have they all give you these information points they all give you these lessons that you can take away and go okay here's a thing that people responded well to i'll try and do more of that or here's a thing that people responded well to but i didn't enjoy it maybe that's not where i go and i look at these other things you have to you have to find that cross section between what you're enjoying doing and what is actually reaping those rewards and that's a very difficult thing yeah. to find especially because i i often do an exercise when i'm sort of really sort of stuck where i will just write down all the big things that i'm doing like all projects all businesses in my case all these different things that i'm doing and then i'll look at them from two lenses number one like what's <laughs> number one what's bringing in the most income in different areas and number two which ones am i enjoying the most and then depending on your situation which for me at the minute, I have to prioritize money because of what my goals are and the things that I want to do. It does mean that certain things you have to accept that you, as Rob says, like park it, drop it, put it to the side, whatever it is you need to do. Um, it's hard and, and you do have to be really honest with yourself. And I think sometimes people spend a lot of time curating who they think that they are on things like social media, things on podcasts and, you know, telling this story that isn't necessarily the version of them that they are. Again, reality expectation. And so you get to a point where mm -hmm. you're scared to then take other steps because you've presented yourself as this way and you're worried that those people are going to not like you for being disingenuous, which then comes back to yeah. when I constantly say to people about you have to be authentic, you have to be transparent, not in everything. Um, and this is definitely my monologue, it seems, but I'll, I'll share a couple, couple of... <laughs> and there's also a lag, wonderful. Um, and I'll also share a, a couple... Oh yeah, a big one. Yeah, a couple of bits, um, a couple more bits. One of them was uh, I did have a coaching session once with someone who uh, had been an author for a long time and they were writing and writing and it wasn't paying off for them. And in that conversation, they were kind of, you know, asking for advice, any kind of, you know, guidance to give new ideas that maybe they hadn't thought of. And I did post up the question. I, I, I said, what would it look like if you quit? And they were quite taken aback, as, as, as you would be. Um, and I said to them, like, no one's, no one's going to die if you quit. Like, what does it make you feel like to say, I'm not going to do this anymore? Because that in itself mm -hmm. is a real compass point. It's, it's whatever your reaction to that question, if you really ask yourself, that will give you some suggestion. Because if, if you say, oh, what would happen if I quit? And you're like, oh, I'm not bothered, I'll do something else. Then that doesn't mean you have to quit writing, but it means maybe, you know, there are other things that you can do. If you're like... I'll say I'm definitely in the phase of writing because I don't know if this will last forever. But every time I'm like, I'm going to do something else for a bit, I come back and I start writing again. And I hate mm. not writing. So that tells me that, you know, all of this effort, even if it's not reaping all of the financial rewards I want, it's given me enough pleasure and joy and sustenance to keep going and moving forward. Um, 
And as, as you say, Sam, you can quit temporarily. You don't have to quit forever. Mm -hmm. So you can take a break, you can take extended breaks, like, you know, our buddy Chris Kane went off and travelled and did loads of stuff for eight, nine months uh, to get through a really rough patch of burnout. And that helped her. Mm -hmm. And she came back and she's writing again. And, you know, other people, they'll go off and be like, I think once you get distant, sometimes you'll go, oh, yeah, this doesn't actually matter to me as much as I thought it would, because it's very easy to get caught up in the moment, yes. to be running forwards, to just be in that tunnel vision. Um, and ironically, uh, me speaking, I think that's one of the big reasons that breaks are so, so valuable, like a proper mm -hmm. break. Yeah. So my monologue done. Over to you guys. <laughs> Well, I will say, and this might this might seem like one of those random things that I say that doesn't quite fit, but I think it fits. There is a uh, lyric by Beyonce. I don't think you're uh, ready for this jelly. <laughs> no, not that one. The um, bounce. And I'm trying to think of what I think it is. Um, uh, hold up, maybe. Anyway. She's she's talking about um, a period where she knows that uh, Jay Z is cheating on her, and she doesn't know whether she should like talk about it or or like you know hold it together. And the lyric always um, I don't know why, but it like hits home. And the lyric is, "I'm not too perfect to ever feel this worthless." Mm. And it's the idea of like public perception over how you feel. And how you feel should always outweigh that. And I just love that line because it, especially when I think about like past relationships that I've had, there's been those times where I'm like, no, I must remain mm -hmm. like the, the, what's the word that they use in marketing? That the optics must be perfect. Huh. And then like you realize the more perfect you appear, the harder it hits you personally. And I think with careers, particularly creative careers, because we put so much on the fucking line, it's a brave thing to step out of the like conveyor belt of what you're supposed to be and say, no, I want to be a writer. I want to be a dancer. I want to be an actor and, and pursue those things. And whether you're doing them like publicly in the sense of online or, or you know, in front of an audience, there's always that level of it being public because your friends and your family know about it and and you know you suspect in the back of your mind there's conversations when you're not in the room oh like, for sure oh, you know i wonder when they're going to get a real job or mm. or oh, i'm worried about them or whatever and when you're when you're weighing up whether you want to do it or not whether you want to quit that plays into it mm -hmm. that plays into it you allow those voices to have a seat at the table on your yeah. decision and the truth is they're not welcome in the room but we know we we don't want to give those people that satisfaction. Mm -hmm. And that's where that line means something to me, because it's like you have to be OK in the dark at night with your head on the pillow by yourself. That's where you need to be like, I know I'm going in the right direction. For me. I, yeah, mm. for me. Yeah, so, yeah I, that's what I would say on that. Yeah. Thank you, Beyonce. <laughs> She's done all right for herself. Well, yeah, I mean, community and having the right people around goes a hell of a long way. Um, one one extra thing that I made a note of that um, I'll add. I don't know if you can hear the dogs barking, but... Yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as is my life. Uh, is 
if you are sitting there thinking, oh, it's not going to plan, I'm finding it really hard because especially, you know, people listening to this podcast likely going to be self-published authors. We might have a few traditional published, high traditional published authors, but <laughs> or people pursuing that. But um, as a self-published author, you have to do everything. And we kind of touched on this last week, Sam, like, you know, you've got the, the writing, you've got the marketing, you've got the business, you've got the finance, you've got the publishing, you've got all these different hats to wear. And maybe you you're not set up to do it all and so one thing to consider is finding someone to partner with to collaborate with you know i don't think i ever would have started a podcast in any way if it hadn't have been for collaborating with luke and the other guys in hawk and cleaver like that was a thing that it was very serendipitous it all came together as it was like it was fun it was organic there was no kind of like pressure it just came out of nowhere really um but if you can find those people, like I've seen a lot of authors that were struggling and then they've paired up with other people and then they help each other because yep. not only can you take what is the other person's weak point and use your strong points to balance each other out, but you've got someone as a comrade to push through and to do the things together. Like writing with other people has been some of the most fun I've had on my writing journey, especially when they're the proper like into it um, partnerships, like the stuff I did with Luke, uh, some of the stuff I did with Jay, like you're very in the weeds with the people. And mm-hmm. so you just have that excitement bouncing off each other and it just rides for longer. So consider that if, you know, things are really, really difficult. See if you can find someone to match or match the perpendicular of your parallel of your per- shapes of your skill set. <laughs> Geometry. <laughs> and um, I would just come back as well to um, the shit sandwich. I think I've spoken oh. about this before. It's in Big Magic. Um, by Elizabeth Gilbert, where she says that like every profession, every vocation, every career, no matter how like passionate you are about it, no matter how much you want it, there will always be the shit sandwich that you have to eat that comes with it. So like you know, if like for example, if you're a self-published author, like you say, you have to do all of the things, mm-hmm. um, and no one is going to be naturally gifted at all of the things, and you're not going to enjoy all of the things so therein lies your shit sandwich yeah. and it's mm-hmm. like are you prepared to eat the shit sandwich and if you're not then go find something that you would eat a shit sandwich for as long as it's not a pickle sandwich because i cannot stand pickle yeah you got the point mm. <laughs> <laughs> anything else before we wrap up this subject um i would just say sometimes you need to take the courage you need to be confident in yourself you'll know what i'm talking about when i say i made a decision at the start of the year mm-hmm. that's got to me where i am now mm-hmm. and if i'd said no to that to that chat things would have been a lot different sorry it's all cryptic don't want to be all down about it but <laughs> this is like an off-air conversation but <laughs> if i hadn't made that choice yeah i wouldn't be where i am now mm-hmm. and that was the one thing i've done probably in about 10 years that has scared me the most but also has had the most reward out of it so there you go yeah wonderful okay well we'll leave it there for this week um and by all means feel free to jump over into the activated authors discord and answer the question what if it's not going your way it's free it's free and don't be afraid to share because you've got lovely people in there that will no doubt support you give your pat on the back and help you with the things that you might need um and yeah, the I guess we'll shout out. Oh, that was the other thing that I didn't mention. I was going to say at the beginning. I was on Draft to Digital this week. So, oh, oh, yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah. Yeah, that so that was Monday. Oh. Uh, no, last week. It happened. 
God. Uh, happened. You were on draft today. Well done. <laughs> yes. Recently. Yes. With Mark Lefebvre for a first. So if you want to check out that conversation, that's over on YouTube. Uh, you can also find the link on my website. Um, but yeah, definitely worth checking out. And so we will round it off there and say a massive thank you to you, the listeners, for tuning in. We appreciate you and the time you choose to spend with us each and every week. And as always, if you're looking to level up your writing and activate your author career, head on over to www.activatedauthors.com to find out all about our community, our resources, and everything else that we've got going on. One more time from myself and from Sam and from Rob. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> activate your energy.